Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Falcon. This is episode five, and we are a footy podcast. We made it. I'm your host, Clark, here, and joining me once again, the wonderful Jesse. I can't leave. I'm stuck here forever. The beautiful Chris. Thank you. Beautiful. Now- I get called beautiful. I mean, there's reasons. Because you're, cause you're wonderful. <sighs> better. Okay. All right, I'll take that. Focused on your personality. I can change it if you want. Chris, I've had to focus on my personality for a long time, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's sad? I've made the joke twice today. <laughs> There's there's a little bit of insight into, like, I mean, if we're sharing things, uh, for some reason, TikTok seems to think that I really need to be into baby metal, the Japanese metal band, uh, because holy crap. So I got that spicy brain, right? So my brain will just have times where it's like, you got to, you got to do the scroll of doom, right? You got to just set aside 10 minutes for you, for yourself, you know, to really work and all like baby metal. That's it. You like baby metal, though, don't you? I do now. Is this is <laughs> this what Stockholm is this what Stockholm syndrome is? Maybe I'm from Stockholm, but they're from Japan. <laughs> you should it's, watch more TikToks and learn about them. Yeah, well, that's it, right? And I just I don't know. How, do you guys have issues with the TikTok algorithm? I, I don't, don't use it. Yeah, this is very good. You guys I, are smart. Well, okay. This is like the equivalent of a smoker who sees two people who don't smoke and they go, you ever tried a cigarette, buddy? And you go, no, never had one. Don't start. That's the best advice I can give you. Yeah, but I use Twitter a lot. So that's like being like, do you smoke? No, no, no. I do crack. Um, So it's a little bit bit different. Yes, Um, the Hellscape bird side. I I use TikTok for a little bit for uh, story mode gaming stuff available on on some good podcast networks. I don't know. We don't make episodes of it anymore. Uh, I made some content. For TikTok, it did okay, and then I'm like, oh, I don't like this, so I stopped. I just, I see the TikToks some people make, and the talent of some people is so incredible. Like TikTok does have some really, really good stuff in it, but also has some real shit. Just, just garbage. We see guys I'm like too old, I'm too old <laughs> to get another another form of social media. Once once Elon drives Twitter into the sea, I'm just I'm out. I think you've got kids, though, so you kind of just have to, like, go, this is my quiet time. <laughs> These are the calm seas yeah. before they start discovering it. I don't have kids, and now I'm on threads. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't have TikTok, but my wife does constantly show me TikToks and send me TikToks. So. Yeah, that's fine. It caresses that spicy, spicy brain. I think, like, TikTok has been great, though, because you've I, it really gave me light to guys like uh, Josh Garlop. And they kick it forward, guys, and who do some really good like Australian sports content, like comedy sketches and things like that. And I think it's like you're right, Jesse. There's just times where you're like, "Great, this has been an hour of me just learning how untalented and unoriginal I am." Yeah, and like I knew that about myself already. <laughs> I don't need someone to show me how much better you are. Yeah, I have my workplace for that. I have a mirror for that. <laughs> That's the third but, time. Hey, guys. Guys, personality is fucking banging. I'll tell you what. <laughs> so, gentlemen, I've assembled you this week because we've we've got a problem, and that problem is the AFL experience. <laughs> is the AFL in general? <laughs> well, no, no, no. The AFL as a concept is okay. <laughs> How it's run, the AFL experience. We're at the end of the season. I've been to a few games this year. I've been, I actually went to as many home games as I could for Melbourne uh, and a couple of neutral games, including uh, a final. And I've, you know what? I've had problems this year. I've got, I've got problems. So I want to talk to you guys about some of your best experiences, some of your worst experiences, some of your favorite grounds, some grounds maybe you'd like to visit. And I want to get this started with the hottest button topic of all that I will never let die. Bring Red Brewster back to the G. Oh, yes, 100%. I didn't know we're going to start off so hot and spicy. <laughs> That's it. We're starting with the core issue facing the AFL and the MCG today. Bring back Red Rooster. So, I think there was a bit of a monkey's paw situation with the food at the MCG. Or it could have been a Marvel. Look, somebody will correct me. But you want fried chicken at the footy? That's a great idea. 
Andy said chicken at the football. That's good yeah. stuff. I, I, I'm impartial to a chicken tendy. I love Gami's Korean fried chicken. It's yes. fantastic. Okay? Oh, 100%. And I think somebody had that monkey's paw and they wished for good fried chicken at the ground. Finger curled up and we got Gami and you think it's going to be great. But the prices are exorbitant. The line oh. is four kilometers long. And the, 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 the football Gami... It's not Gami. Well, that's the thing. You can you can love Gami and you can love football, but mixing them together is just, it doesn't make sense. Unless you m- actually mix the game itself with Gami. So we have like a Gami-sponsored team, you know, the Tasmanian <laughs> chickens. The ball is now a, bas- a whole basket of just a whole roasted boneless and chicken. There's also a, a, a hot oil pit in the middle. <laughs> did, did either of you guys ever see... Um, so it was a couple of years ago, League Un, the, the soccer league, so the one that's got PSG in it, um, one of the, the biggest teams in the world. A few years ago, they announced their sponsorship with Uber Eats and they started off the games with this little Uber Eats delivery car that would deliver the ball onto the pitch at the start of the game. Have you ever seen that? That sounds, that sounds dystopian. <laughs> Look it up if you can. Oh, no, I don't like I don't. I dare not, Chris, but also... <laughs> I'm very curious to see this. <laughs> I love when just corporate sponsorship just like nudges their way in and like, hey guys, everyone loves it. It's like, yes, we love we love the product, but not the corporation. Okay? <laughs> we like the concept, not you. Get out of here. Yeah. The only the only reason I know PSG is because they have an esports team. <laughs> yes, they and do. I just want to yes, make that yeah. very clear. That that is where my soccer slash football. Uh, for you European listeners, uh, begins and ends. Clarky actually didn't know about Essendon until we had an esports team. <laughs> I'm, is that some kind of we, some had kind an, of other fried chicken brand or Essendon? Essendon had an esports team, or as um, as BT called them, some gadget type operators. <laughs> okay. I forgot that existed. Yeah, I for, look, look. I'm a I'm a nerdy piece of shit as well. I get it. I get it. I, you are a gadget-type gadget operator. I am a gadget-type operator. Those, those lads got, got some grief online, and it was kind of like, not their fault. Be nice to them. They Every were ahead of their time. Thing. They were ahead of their time. Because you, you just know that that meeting was like, they wrote eSports on a whiteboard, and then somebody wrote it up, walked up to it, and then wrote Essendon Sports, and they pointed <laughs> to both, and like, yeah, fuck, sick. <laughs> <laughs> Either promoted. Either trillion dollars and some draft picks. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to use them for, but get me some checks notes. Gadget type operators. We actually got them in a trade. Dodora walked in. He's like, "Hey, you know those uh, fake knives at the end of the trade? We'll take a look at this. <laughs> take a look at this." <laughs> and then, then when they got fired, he's like, "All right, you, it could be a bit too early for that. Your kids will love it though." <laughs> Timely, we get good reference, Jesse. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So look, we got gam- we got gammy chicken and beer there in there now. Red Rooster used to be my staple. Like you go there, you get a little, you get a little bottle of coke, get a little tenders, maybe a maybe a little rooster roll. I get a little mortgage house. Yeah, that's fine. Hey, look, you know what? It was the place where Red Rooster was the best. I would say. I genuinely believe that. I have been to uh, many Red Roosters in my lifetime. I have never enjoyed it more than the Red Rooster that I got from the G. But would you say that it's not the best Red Rooster because of the situation you're in at at that time? That makes the best. It's sort of like drinking water in the desert. Water's not the best drink. Nerds, it's V. But if you're in the (laughs) desert, you'll drink water and it's going to be the best thing you can possibly have. No. Okay. I genuinely, don't, I genuinely don't think that. Moving on. Moving on. Because, <laughs> no, you know what? Because I, I, this year, this year, right? I'm usually a snack guy as well, right? So, I, you pack your little bag. You're going out to the footy. You got like a bag of chips, maybe some Sour Patch Kids, maybe like a, a sleeve Why? of Oreos. I'm not that prepared. I am. I take a backpack every time for little snackies. Uh, I've got Real a quickly, sidebar with Oreos. I tried peach Oreos yesterday. They have ruined my life. They are awful. They smell like I thought they were off or poisonous. I ate two, <laughs> hoping they were off or poisonous. Okay, and I have a bad zero out of ten. Worst thing I've ever eaten 
get on the uh, the cinnamon bun ones. Get them at oh, Safeway. okay. They're, they're so and, good. And the mint ones. The mint ones are good as well, yeah. Yeah. So, it's changed now. So, Red Rooster has now become, in a couple of years now, it's just generic, like, food catering brand that's just like, like hot food. Yeah, like yeah. It, you, you get your basics, right? You get like a burger, you get your tenders and chips, just chips, pies, sausage rolls, all that. No, nothing against pies and sausage rolls, right? We've got their place. They belong in the footy. But I just don't think, like, I don't see myself going to Royal Stacks or anything like that. No. I, so, it's someone who um, had never been to the footy before, and I was like, you know what? What's like typical like footy food that you got to get? Like it just hits different because you're at the footy. And someone was like, "Go to Royal Stacks." I felt like, I felt like going. What's the no. point? Why? Yeah, no, that's, that's not footy. That's I like not Royal footy. Stacks, but I thought it was odd when they announced that that was going to be in the grounds. So to me, again, I like Royal Stacks. I like footy. I don't want that. They shouldn't be mixed. Here's the footy foods. This is what they should be, and they should be variations of them: hot dog, pie, sausage roll, chips. All needs to be maybe some dim sims, and if you're a little bit of a higher standard, a higher caliber of person, a chicken tandy. I don't mind the hot jam donuts. Oh yeah, I, I, sir, I don't a know jammy, what more yet. Jammy D they're, goes down. Right, they're more of a when order. you're when you're leaving the footy, the food trucks out the front. Yeah, like third, fourth quarter. That's the time. The my mum. So growing up, I always went to the footy with my mum and uh, my nan. And my mom was one of the original um, people who used to bring the thermos with the hot dogs in the thermos. Chris, I'm glad that you said rolls this. And she'd, yes. she'd get the thermos out and put the rolls and people would be looking at us like, what the fuck is happening over there? And we were just- Put her faith on coins. Okay? Chris, <laughs> I am also a hot dog thermos convert yes. this year. It hits better. It does. You get you get good quality hot dog. You get yourself. Yeah. You go in the morning, like first thing in the morning. You head to your Coles with the bakery. You head to your local bakery. Get some fresh rolls. Well, you can get the rolls that you like because I find exactly. that the roll, the roll is what makes the hot dog, and it's so hit and miss depending on the place. For for context, last time I went to the footy, I got a hot dog. I I'd actually never had a hot dog at the footy before, but I had a Marvel Stadium hot dogs. It cost me forty seven dollars. Don't fact check me, and it was. Adjusted for inflation. It was the worst thing I've I've ever seen. It just is fucking limp dick sausage. <laughs> Super thin and pale. It looked like you could still move, probably. Limp dick and then the sausage. They're playing good things, aren't they? <laughs> fucking dork. Um, <laughs> and then the, the bun they give you is way too big, but also bad. It's stale. It's yeah, it's stale. Chewy. It's oh, it. And yeah, it's way too big. There's the bread to dog ratio is off. Is way yeah. off. So we're saying it here, folks. We've solved the food and drink situation. So we've got the the tier list. Step one of fixing the AFL experience, the the Falcon Footy AFL experience. Sausage rolls, tick. Pies, tick. Hot dogs, bring them from home. Get the dog that you want. Bring your own. It's okay. They should sell they just let you full of hot dogs. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know you can buy like a bucket of beers. Some, like you can go to like, if you get like a bar, they'll be like, here's a bucket of ice and full of Coronas and it costs $10 more. <laughs> they should do that with hot dogs. And then here's like a bouquet of dogs. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, the AFL, or, you know, the grounds, Marvel Stadium, MCG, they want to make a bit more money. So what you do, you sell the dogs and the buns separately. That's where the money is, guys. You've got to follow Whose the money. Whose side are you on? Ah, <laughs> uh, look. <laughs> I'm playing both sides, so I always come out on top. <laughs> so we've solved that now. Well, in a way, yes. So wait, so just to confirm, we don't want. There's no point in having brand name um, eateries at the ground. If if they are, then it has to be like it can't be like the. I wouldn't say gourmet, but like the the upper end fast food, like your Royal Stacks, like your gummy. It has to be like your standard, like Red I Rooster, like KFC. Like it has to McDonald's be just nasty McDonald's sponsor the food. AFL, and there's yeah. not a Macca's or a McCafe anywhere uh, in the G. What yeah. I reckon they need to do is those kind of fancy ones, you have them outside. You, you pre-game, you post-game, okay? 
inside, it's about efficiency and a nutritional value to keep you alive throughout the game, okay? I just want hot food, but I also want it to be continuous. So you know how you have to, like, you walk up the stairs and in the the ring off the floor that you're on, on the level that you're on, there's these massive, like, gaps of this concrete wall. No, 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 no. I want one continuous strip of of eatery, okay? Just hot food. So that way you can go to any point along the ground and you can get your food. There's no more lines. I just solved world hunger, basically. <laughs> Holy shit. Fuck, I'm dizzy. <laughs> this, this V slash gin and tonic combo is solving <laughs> issues. So, shall we move on? For the best AFL experience, we need the best ground. So, I don't know about you guys. I'm not super well-versed in ground travel. I've been to the MCG, done Marvel. I've been to Casey Fields. Uh, and I've also done Mars Stadium in Ballarat. And I think of, of those four experiences, probably, like, they all had highs and lows, I think. Like, Casey Fields and Mars Stadium, outdoor, open <laughs> open arenas, community, small ground problems. you got wind chill. you got crowd fa- crowding factor. There's nowhere to sit. You have to, like, fight some lady and three kids to get a spot because they stand over the top of your bag and go, I was here before and I just left to take my kids and you go, well, too bad. You lost your, you lost your real estate. You gave it up. Squatters rights. What is the best ground you've been to? What is the worst ground you've been to? I, I think that we can, like, none of us have been there, but I think we can all agree that the best ground is Optus Stadium. It's, it's a ground yeah. that I'd, desperately want to go to i want to go to a game there um i'm gonna is the turf still bad uh, fuck the turf we're not playing yeah well they're not fine mine are struggling but they're not not getting any worse um <laughs> i'm gonna make a controversial call here Chris, okay uh, do you want to be more controversial <laughs> than fuck Chris, the oh. only way your ankles could get worse is if the Garmy hot oil pit was an actual thing. <laughs> what what ankles? Yeah, that's good point. Left. Um Rayman feet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make a controversial call here and say that I actually like Marvel Stadium. I know that I agree. I know that it is a little bit soulless and everyone says it doesn't have heart, but it's got a fucking roof. I don't get rained on. The seats are fine. The MCG seats are way too squished and there is no room. Marvel's fine. Um, it's easy to get to because it's right at Southern Cross Station. Like, I like Marvel. Like, Marvel, people say, oh, it doesn't have a soul. Yeah, it's a fucking building. Calm down. <laughs> okay, let's just calm down with romanticizing these concrete fucking arenas, all right? The MCG is amazing because of its size and... We have, the M- we have the grand final there, and on a, on a sunny day, the MCG is just elite. But you go there when it's raining, and it's kind of shit. It's a little bit tricky to get to, and I feel more likely to get bashed the MCG. Marvel yeah, feels like it's a bit of a more modern crowd. I don't, you can tell that it was made not that long ago. It does feel much like it needs an upgrade, but it feels leaks ahead of the G when it comes to like amenities and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm not saying it's better than the MCG. It's not. But yeah, I don't I don't quite understand the Marvel hate. And I think a lot of people kind of jumped on the bandwagon because like everyone else hates it, so I'm gonna hate it. Fuck like Nickelback. I'm off I'm off the wagon now. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so I think I wouldn't call myself a hate a Marvel hater. But generally it does. I think the problem with Marvel, right, is that it feels very much like a multi-purpose venue, right, and that and that's kind of what takes away from it. Because I found that so the ground level experience at the MCG, right, when you go in for home teams, I think it's usually gate five. Um, I, I'm pretty sure that's that's usually what it is when I go in, right. So that's the punt road end. Um, so the Richmond side, for those who don't know where Punt Ray is, the Richmond side of the station, and then you kind of consider around the goals as like a general admission seating area. That's quite good. Like you're out in the breeze, you can get like a ground floor. It's elevated enough that if you sit further back, you can still see the ground. And I find that Marvel is a bit flatter. So I found that the ground floor experience wasn't as good. 
That being said, when they send you up to the top levels, because there's nothing on the ground floor, Marvel, way better. Way better than the MCG, because they send you all the way out to level four in the G, right? And the further back you go at level four, what's the point? I may as yeah. well have stayed home. I love the idea that Liam Henry's listening to this, like, yeah, somebody else gets it. Yes. <laughs> did you see what he said this week, Liam Henry? No. I did who, not. Who the oh, hell is that? Liam, he- Liam Henry. Went from Frio to St. Kilda. But, I mean, again, who is that yet? <laughs> Victorian bubble baby. Um, <laughs> he said he wanted to move to Melbourne, to a Melbourne club, so he didn't have to play at the MCG anymore because he, he likes Marvel. What? When West Coast comes here, they're going to play at the MCG. <laughs> so, kind of, you know, the closer you are to danger, the further you are from harm sort of thing, I guess. So he thought, if, he, if I move close enough to the G... I won't have to play there. And he also plays... God, this is an easy joke. He's going to play for St. Kilda, so I don't see him playing at the MCG for a while. He he does realise that they do still play the like Collingwood and don't, Richmond and stuff at the G. Just don't tell him that. <laughs> I'm that he's already packing his bags. <laughs> you know how expensive a flight from WA to Victoria is? Sorry, I was just looking up who Liam Henry is. I'm sorry, I'll <laughs> I'm sorry, Liam. Obviously, you're listening. <laughs> friend of friend the show. Of the show. I think, yeah, that, that's our enemy, first Enemy friend. of me, friend of the show. <laughs> Chris, Liam Henry, friend of the show? Yeah, friend of the show. The majority rules, baby. Our Marvel, our marvelous Marvel man, Liam Henry, MC, known MCG hater. Because um, I think that I've, I've always wanted to go to Adelaide Oval. Adelaide Oval is one that always interests me because that looks like a fun venue. Yeah, I've always wanted to go there as well. Same here, but kind of like how I said before, I kind of forget the vibe. I'm going to get bashed to the MCG. That's tenfold yeah. in Adelaide. Yeah. Um, but whenever there's like, there's so many good games that happen at Adelaide Oval as well. I've heard nothing but good things about Adelaide Oval. Um, so I maybe the if, safe havens in, in SA. I think if I was to go to Adelaide Oval, I wouldn't want to go for a Bulldogs game. I would want to go for like a showdown where I'm just neutral. Yeah. And I'm I'm not shouting anything out. No one's gonna want to stab me. I'm just. I'm like, gonna yeah, throw a thermos of hot dogs at Koshi. <laughs> the good Never thing is you get like ten shots. Um, anyway, another stadium which I actually do quite like, just very fucking windy, is um, GMHBA down in Geelong. It is um, not finished. Not finished, <laughs> but very narrow. <laughs> it is narrow. I've been there first. I've been there to see the dogs play against Geelong. Um, I've also been there to see the Foo Fighters. Um, yeah. Decent stadium. It's just very cold and windy. That's the only downside to Geelong. I'm not judging it until it's done. That's fair. It's fucking... Wasn't it meant to be finished like round five this year? Who knows? People say some, things all the time. Go to Barney's. <laughs> get some fucking concrete. Like, get everyone in Geelong involved. Like, it's like building, you know, rebuilding the rec center. Kind of like, have some good vibes about it. <laughs> you know, it's exactly like they say. It takes a town to raise a stadium. I've <laughs> <laughs> saying it for years. Takes a village. That's the thing. I, you know, what? I'll, I'll put it up on my list as well. Giant Stadium. No. Giant Stadium has that spa, doesn't it? No, nah, that's Gold Coast. Metro. Okay, I like the spa bar. That's fun. No, uh, sorry, Giant Stadium has like the Tom Green Pavilion or something like that. They have yeah. something dedicated to Tom Green. It's got it's Tom Green's just good lad. <laughs> it's also known as the Sydney Show. Is it the Sydney Showdown Stadium? Show, okay. Showground Stadium. Sorry, I don't care. Just trying to have a look for <laughs> for the names of the stands, just to confirm or deny. Um. I think it's it gives me good vibes though when I see it. Like it looks like a nice ground. I yeah, I've never I've never really been there. Uh, to me, it just looks like a country football ground. If I go to a game, which we'll get to in a moment, is a rarity. I want to kind of be entertained, dazzle me with lights. I'm a gadget type operator. Okay, I need these flashing <laughs> lights. So I think uh, Optus Oval with its cool fire pyrotechnic displays the lights that go around and stuff like that that's the guy who plays the guitar on the ceiling exactly that's cool shit so i I, I would definitely like to go there so if uh wa government if you're listening we know you are um liam henry you have connections um not not anymore (laughs) (laughs) so we're gonna say that the the falcon afl experience 
includes going to Optus Stadium. The Falcon a- <laughs> AFL experience sounds like a bad VR game. It is. <laughs> <laughs> coming to stores near you? Yeah. Coming to PS3. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you still got it. Now, do you need to go to games to be a fan? No, I'm a true fan. Fuck you all. <laughs> <laughs> so, part of the AFL experience, right? You, you get You get a good mix of people. Right, you get usually get stuck with the you know there's a, a smattering of opposition supporters, more, usually home ground depending on where you sat. Uh, but you also get those those people who are sort of the casual fans. But then there's always that one friend, one guy who's just like, "No, nah, I don't like going to games. Why would I want to go to games?" <laughs> okay, Jesse, defend yourself. <laughs> Before I defend myself, I want to get some context here. Clarky, tell me about the last AFL game you went to. The last AFL game I went to was St. Kilda GWS in the, was that the elimination final? Yep. Exciting. Action-packed. Everyone had a great time. Mm-hmm. Chris, how about you? Uh, last game I went to was, I can't remember what round it was. It was in the last few rounds. Uh, Bulldog versus Richmond at Marvel. I was in the medallion club. Did Doggies win? Yes, we won easily. You were in the medallion club. You won easily. What a day. What a marvelous day you had. You know the last game I went to was? Gold Coast versus Essendon. Now, we won that, but my life is 15 years shorter because we should have lost that. <laughs> I was sitting right behind the goals, and when I don't fucking know who even kicked the goal because we shouldn't have won. It was just, it was such a bad game. When they kicked that goal, we kicked the goal, and we won basically on the siren. I stood up and screamed. Just pure joy came out of me, followed by absolute guilt and disgust. It's like you've, you've come to the worst porn and that afterglow kicks in and you're like, <laughs> ah, that wasn't good. That was bad. You mean you and saw an exciting finish? You yeah, saw you, no saw, game. you saw the optimal finish. No, yeah. no I did not. The For an experience. Shame. I stood up in a screen because we beat, we beat Gold Coast just. It didn't feel good. Well, that was not a win these to days be feels proud good of. as an Essendon supporter. Have a bitch. <laughs> it's starting again. And look, you are right. Because every time I go to a live game, Essendon gets thumped. I went to a game, uh, this, this would have been like 10 years ago, but it's burnt into my soul. We played Geelong at Marvel, I think it was. And I don't know the exact score, but we lost by, I feel like it was over 130 points and I didn't leave. I'm no, I'm no coward. I stood there. I took this punishment, not knowing that it would affect me, <laughs> like my my core. It just made me stop liking going to actual games. Plus, look, when it boils down to it, I also can't see for shit. My eyesight's really bad. <laughs> Here it is. Here's and I'm like, look at all these dots running around. So, look, I don't like game- going to games because when you lose and you're at the game, it just it it cuts deep, and Essendon loses more than they win. Okay, it just cuts me too deep. I like to be able to see the game from all angles. Thank you, KO's marvelous service. I mean, it is fantastic. I I don't mind going to games that Essendon and I are playing. Like Chris and I have gone to a fair few games, and normally normally we're sitting right in the boundary. We have a laugh about it, and we watch Toby Green kick people. But I I, I don't know. I there's also times, and this is probably controversial. When people talk about Marvel feeling soulless, when I'm at the game and there's a lull or there's a massive margin and just no one's getting excited on either side, that feels fucking soulless, like genuinely empty. Yeah. I, agree I, with that. I, I don't know. I, I don't feel like live, going to a live game really changes the fact that if you're, you know, you are a true fan, quote unquote, or not. But yeah, I don't. Don't feel guilted to go into games. I'm starting a movement. I, I agree. I don't think that you need to go to games to be a considered a real fan. I think that everyone consumes entertainment and media in their own way. Um, I used to go to quite a few games. I mean, when I was younger, when I was a kid and a teenager, I used to go to literally every home game. Um, as I got older, I still went to a lot of games, but now as I've got kids, I don't go to as many purely because... Have you taken the kids to the footy? So I took 
uh, eldest, Lockie, to his first game earlier this season. How was that? It was Bulldogs Frio, I'm pretty sure, Marvel. Um, yeah, it was fine. We left at halftime. It was his first game. He um, he enjoyed it, but like with the loud sounds and stuff, got a little bit overwhelmed at times. Yes, sir. <clears throat> um, every time the siren went off, he kind of shuddered. Um, didn't like that. But, um, yeah, at halftime, he said to me, can we go? And I was like, yeah, it's fine. Like, I didn't expect to even last that long. Um, but it was good. But I think that <clears throat> I've, I've had a number of experiences at the footy more so over the last probably 10 years where um, it feels like the footy is becoming more and more of a place for mainly Pups. males to just get drunk and yeah. try and abuse people and start fights. Um, so, I've noticed that in particular over the last 10 years, and it makes me kind of not want to take my kids as much. I'll also introduce another demographic to that. Punk kids. <laughs> <laughs> For lack of a better term. Old I've, man yells at cloud. No, because like, I, I genuinely I agree. I think that there has been like a bit of a shift where people sort of go to the football to to release some shit that they probably should be doing in therapy. Um, and I understand that finding therapy can be difficult, but I've also noticed that there is like a group of like, so I went to a Melbourne Freer game, not this season, but last year, uh, we like, so, uh, I was with, um, my partner and her little sister, her little sister is at the time was like 10, right? So young kid. And Melbourne started getting pumped in like the third quarter or something like that because every time I go to a Melbourne free game, we get pumped at some point for no good reason. And we were just like, look, packed like, you know, last, you know, 15 minutes of the fourth quarter. Let's just like, let's just ship it off, right? Like, may as well beat the traffic. That's fine. We got to get the, we got to get the little one back to, you know, mum and dad's because we got and picked them up and, you know, that kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah, that probably sounds like a good idea. Start leaving. Group of, like, young teenagers just absolutely start hanging shit on me. Like, my partner and, uh, you know, and the younger sister walk ahead and I'm like, yeah, all good. I was, like, picking up the last of our stuff, put my backpack on, got my coat and stuff. And they're like, oh, yeah, like, absolutely. There was probably a group of, like, seven of them just absolutely start going, like, ape shit on me, like, throwing abuse. And I'm just like... Ah, like, going to be one of those days to the point where, like, it's, and it's something that I've noticed more and more, right? There's this demographic of maybe because it is, like, it AFL is blessed, right, in that it is relatively cheap to go to the footy. Yeah. Which is great, right? Like, if you just decide, I'm just going to go to a footy game, 25 bucks gets you into the G, right? Or to Marvel or wherever. And that's that's really decent, right? It's super accessible to a lot of people. And then maybe is this just like a day out with your mates? And then it encourages like this whole, there is like a mentality I think that is around football that you kind of start to learn in that stands experience where it's really 50-50 of who's around you, right? Yeah. There was a similar experience. I don't know if Jesse remembers it, but uh, there was a game that he and I went to. It was the first game out of lockdown in 2021, like the first, oh, first yes. one that we went back to after like missing out for like 18 months. Um, we went to Bulldogs Richmond at the G um, and same thing happened where like Richmond 2021, they were still, their fans were still very arrogant and still up on their high horse. And enemies um, of the show, all of yes. them I'll not say it. <laughs> and they, they won that game. They beat us by like 20 something points. But I remember in the last quarter, um, there was a, like, not sitting near us, but like the aisle over a bit further, a bit closer to the front. It was like a dad and his son who halfway through the last quarter got up and went to leave. Cause we were down by like 25 points at this point. It was evident we weren't going to come back. Um, and they went up, they went to leave and the kid looked like he was probably like nine, maybe Yeah, he was pretty small. And they were walking up the aisle and there was just an aisle full of Richmond supporters, just screaming abuse at them and just laughing at them and giving them shit. And I was just stuck in my mind that I'm like, that's fucking that, that sucks. Like that's not, that's not good to do. Like that's shit behavior. It's, I hate that vibe. Like we're all anxious people here. Um, you know, when you're on the train and somebody's like really loud and kind of, it makes you get kind of get on edge a little bit, mm. but you're on the train. So 
there's nothing really else to to do. Like you're not juggling priorities in your head. But I kind of feel like when you're at the footy, it's like I'm watching the game. Do I go to Gami Chicken and risk it all? Where do I put these hot dogs? I need to pee. I've got four beers. I don't know what to do with them. I may have overestimated my 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 you know thirst level here. There's a fight two o'clock of me uh, at five o'clock. The guy saying racial things. There's a lot going on in my head right now. I'm not really focusing on the game that I can barely see anyway. So I've got two solutions, and also uh, another side of the fence, which is. There is something a little bit fun of being in like when you finally get your good seat right and you're surrounded by a bunch of decent people and everyone kind of takes turns trying to get the best one-liner. Yeah. Uh, and I I will never forget, uh, it was one game earlier this year and um, right near the boundary, there was there, there was a tackle. Jack Viney gets taken high. Umpire doesn't make the call. The ball moves on. Uh, everyone's jeering and I stand up and yell, I do the Marge Simpson of, he tripped my boy. I demand vengeance. Laughs. Got it. Peak. That's it. I hit the peak. <laughs> this is it. I can retire from attendance now. I think, um, what would you guys say is the peak way to watch a game? Because I think for me, it's at a pub or like a sports bar. Because you can still go to the counter, you can buy yourself a beer, you can invite your own mates along. If a fight breaks out, security is pretty quick. And I feel like you're more likely to make random mates. Because it, I think everyone's guards a bit down and they're not kind of on edge as people are at a live game. That's just me. I, I actually went through a phase where I absolutely abhor... Crown Casino and everything about it, except for the sports bar in there. Because I used to go with mates and we used to watch the game there. And, you know, you get your your filthy nachos. You watch the game. That was, that, that's, that's good. And you can leave, you know, when you want to. There's not a mad rush. Like, it's all well and good for the train to go to Marvel Stadium. But when you have, you know, 70,000 people trying to get onto the Mernda line... You kind of question your existence. I think the optimal way to experience a game is either A, that, or B, I'm a big fan of invite your mates around. And it's weird to say that, like, the optimal, like, footy experience isn't at the footy. No, I Because I think that there's, some, there's some real, there's some real problem. And, you know, once again, I've got some solutions, right? But. Can I make uh, a brief caveat to that? Yes. Make sure your mate's antenna works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Not a problem now, Jesse. Antennas are dead. I'll find a way to make it a problem. Don't you worry. <laughs> Dory. So, hey, Fight hey. Club Bay is my first solution. Fight Club Bay. Yeah. I actually Stand- have a similar, a- similar so- solution, and I know that this sounds this is very 90s. Bring back the dry zones. They do have dry they, zones. No, they so we got not bring Marvel, back the dry zone and bring back the biff. Which one are we going with? Not a Mar- at Marvel. You can still, regardless of where you're sitting, you can still go to the bar and get a drink and bring it back. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure Marvel still have dry bays. Mm, not when I'm around. <laughs> <laughs> we'll research that. No, I I agree. Um, no, Fight Club Bay. Think of it like you know, in a video game, right? When there's there's too many hackers, right? People cheating. People do people doing the wrong thing, right? A couple of gadget type operators. Yeah, they put them in cheetah jail, is what they do, and they make them all hang out with each other. Security comes and grabs them. They get yoinked. They get sent to the hell bay. Okay, I like where this is going. Look, Ozkick kids, you've had just time in the sun. Calm down. This it's it's the same game over and over again. Like, there's no excitement. There's no there's no storyline to these games. I can't hear, like, the commentary when the Oscar kids are on. Like, I, I, if, if Luke Darcy was commentating the Oscar kids, as he probably should, that could make it better. But look, Oscar kids, you're done. Move on. At halftime, all the troublemakers. Coliseum Marched style. out. Marched out, okay? Chained Barry, to each other. Barry Hall's, Barry Hall's in the middle. He's been wanting to kill again, okay? <laughs> they let him free. <laughs> He's swinging, he's swinging. You know, a few years from now, Jake Melksham's in there swinging. It'd be great. 
All right, we saw. I think we've solved that. Sorry, I just want to clarify as well. I'm not comparing Jake Melksham to Barry Hall. I think, <laughs> I think you just did. No, 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 no. I think Jake Melksham's going to be in there to make Barry Hall angrier. Okay, <laughs> he's sort of like a bait sort of situation. <laughs> so, I mean, we touched on it a little bit before, right? Leaving games early, we've got to normalize that. I think is my other solution, right? Because that's something that creates tension, right? Where there's this idea that you have to be against anyone who doesn't go for your team. Appreciate the game. Normalize leaving early. Yes. However, unless they left because, like, Chris, when you said, like, your son wanted to leave, you're leaving the game? 110%. No one can hang shit on you for that. That is completely acceptable. That's the right thing to do. That father you mentioned before, leaving the game, fair enough. 100%. I, I understand that. But if you went to the game by yourself or, you know, with a couple of other mates and you leave the game early and then the other team comes back and, and so your team comes back and you win, you can hang shit on that person. I left the Brisbane-Melbourne game early. I will hang shit on you, sir. The person I was with had a major panic attack and this was you like- You gotta leave three, with that. Three minutes. <laughs> three, got you him. gotta leave got with that. We got him, Chris. <laughs> That's we the gotcha moment. <laughs> Fuck, I feel like Jake Melksham. <laughs> where's Matthew T- Where's Matthew Tilly? This is a gotcha, baby. Jesus Christ, you dated this whole <laughs> podcast venture with that. Anyone? Matt Tilly? Anyone? Kate Langbrook? No. Come on. Any Fox FM? Any Fox FM? It's in the house. Well, you know what? Like, people could visibly see the person that I was with was not okay. And we still got shit hung on us by Melbourne supporters as well. <laughs> Trash people. And yeah, like legitimate. Like I was walking up the aisle. I literally had this person like had their shoulder, had had all of our stuff like together. It's like, yep, cool. Like, let's just go, mate. Like, you know, no worries. Like, don't stress. Let's get out of here. You're not cool. Like, let's get to the fresh air. Let's get to the wide open space. And then just just one person was just like, you know, you should really stay to the end. And I'm like, the fuck up. I'm like, no. <laughs> The, the players oh, don't know do anything. Like, Jack, Jack Viney is not sitting on the bench going, why is Clarky going? He should stay till the end. He doesn't know I exist, and I love him. <laughs> well, he did, and then he when you were, he thought you leaving, he was like, nah, no more. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> no Get more. out of my life. Oh, he's dead to me. But I think, we're, so I think, and that really opened my eyes, where I'm like, normalize it. Let people, like, experience the emotion of football how they need to, right? And yeah, I I generally... I- I need to clarify what I said, because you've, you've done this gotcha moment to me. You've, you've, I'm absolutely the tailspin People right now. People know it's okay. a goof, Jesse. No, no, Matt no. Tilly, friend of the show. Matt Tilly's listening, okay? I need to clarify it with him, okay? <laughs> um, no, no. Obviously, if somebody's having has a legitimate reason, they can leave. You can tease your friends in good nature. If you start fully drilling them, you're being a bit of a dick. Yeah. But if you turn around and say, ha, ah, you fucked up, that's a bit of fun. That's a bit of fun. Matt Tilly, learn from me. Learn from an expert. <laughs> I, do, I do agree with Clarky, though, that I think you should normalize people leaving early because ultimately, teams down by fucking 80 points in the last quarter. Beat the traffic, bro. Give yeah, me a stuff for win. They're not winning. Me being there isn't going to change anything. I'm, I'm beating the other 20,000 people to the train line. I have this weird thing, like I, like I said, I don't go many games, so I'll, I'll be watching it on KO, friend of the show. And Essendon, <laughs> Enemy as, show. As, <laughs> as you know, happens quite often, uh, are down by 50 points. And then, you know, there could be 10 minutes left and we're down by 70. I'm like, I've got to watch it till the end. Maybe, I mean, look, watching it and being at the game, two very, very different things. But I just had this, like, weird guilt. Jesse, I was at your house the the time that the Bulldogs kicked like eighteen goals in a row against Essendon, and you didn't want to finish that game. You didn't want to watch. That. Yeah, hey, but I did. I ate my vegetables. Okay, <laughs> and I've ha- and Chris, I've hated your club ever since. <laughs> okay, <laughs> remain co- remain consistent. Yeah, so I think that's that's part of the Falcon AFL experience. Don't be a dick. Yeah, right. Let's be, <laughs> be normal. For once. Enjoy football with the people around you. So, we've covered off where? Optus Stadium. We've covered off fan behavior. Don't be a dick. Rule number rule number uno. So, rule, okay. number, rule number two, be nice to people. 
Be not uh, Runa Matuno, I believe it's pronounced. Ah, <laughs> um, uh, yes. In, in we want to go to well, we want to go to Optus Oval. We so watch the game with our mates at a bar. Yeah, we want, no, we want to be there with some good people. Just, just yeah. You know. Surround yourself with good people and be yeah. good people. Yes. Now we need to cover off two other important factors. Sorry. Also, you forgot. We also have all. Each of us have have a bouquet or thermos. Sorry, a thermos of hot dogs and a bouquet of buns that we bought <laughs> from the continuous loop of of hot food vendors. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, sorry. Yes. The continuing. Yes. Uh, and we are. High fiving each other as we watch the bad people bash each other in the middle of the stadium, <laughs> or Jake Melsham gets t- chased by Barry Hole. What's like a footy equivalent of a sushi train? Um, the G train, Fraser Garrick, I guess. <laughs> the sushi G train. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I've invoked the spirit of Fraser Garrick. <laughs> He's not dead. Get him in the middle, bash it up, people. <laughs> He'd kill someone. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I've mentioned Fraser Garrick, so I've got to bring this up. That I think it was his last game where he took his gurney off and he threw it at a little girl. <laughs> Have you guys seen that? He pulled off like his sweat. I, I, I'm 99% sure it's Fraser Garrick. He pulled off his like dripping wet gurney, throws in the crowd. And <laughs> <laughs> God, this little girl. He he appeared on. Um, he was at a game. I swear it was this season. It was either this season or last season. He was at a game, and they, they like showed him sitting in the crowd. He was he, he was like half woofing down this pie, and then he offered some to the person sitting next to him. Yes, I do. He was like, "Do you want some?" I remember that. Freddie Gary, absolute friend of the show. If we could get somebody to draw him like a mascot for the show, I will happily make that the the <laughs> podcast artwork. Can they Damn draw man. it with Fraser Crane's face, though? Damn it, you, you've taken my idea. I'm like, I'm going to say Photoshop that. It's going to be Fraser <laughs> Gehrig. It's going to be Fraser looking at the window while Fraser Gehrig holds him apart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so we're going to have Fraser Gehrig at the game. I, think, I feel like we also, if we're making our dream, you know, game, we also need some good energy teams playing. So it's a GWS game. Can you think of a what's another club that has like that, that good energy like a GWS? Um, I think Gold Coast. They can't be GWS Gold Coast. That's not a that's that's not a sellout. No, that doesn't need to be a sellout. I don't want to. Be, I don't want to be you know, asked to ask the person next to me. No one's gone to a GWS Gold Coast game and stood in the middle. Well, what's the other case? Entertained. If we are watching two entertaining but good vibes, good boy energy teams, it's GWS versus who? At Optus Oval. For the Fraser Gary Cup. Uh, I don't think it's got. Like, Gold Coast are good vibes, but they're not. They're not on field entertaining, right? Yeah. It'd have to be a team with like some real pace and like real consistent yeah. intensity. I'm gonna say it, Sydney. Oh, I was gonna say a team that I'm I really enjoyed watching at the moment from this season is Adelaide. I was gonna say okay, actually. yeah, no, GWS versus Adelaide. On, GWS at, um, versus Adelaide at Optus Oval, where it should be played. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Um, <laughs> all right, cool. Well, that's, I'm trying to set up like a mental scene in my mind palace, and this is good. But how are we getting there, boys? Do you drive? Do you drive? Do you do you transport? I don't transport. Drive. I don't drive. They won't let me. I can see the argument for driving though, because I've been driven to games and it feels good. Okay, Passenger Princess is the way to go to a footy game. <laughs> but I've also been in that massive rush to, you know, I, so I've only been to Marvel in the MCG from Marvel. There is, like I said, 70,000 people crossing the bridge to get to um, the station. Or at the G, you have to walk through, you know, a barely lit forest <laughs> to get to a station with that I'm pretty sure has a kill count uh, at Richmond Stadium. Richmond Stadium, Richmond Station. So, yeah, I'm, I'm team drive. I'm team drive and park. Uh Particularly in Melbourne, uh, you can book parking at Marvel Stadium, which is usually pretty cheap, like 20 bucks, which is 
around the same that you pay for two people to go to like, you know, in my household, my wife and I, we, sh- we share a few things, including finances. So it kind of works out the same for us to just pay for parking and drive in and have the convenience of not having to go shoulder to shoulder with every other football person on a train. Uh, and the same thing with the G Olympic Park is pretty close. Uh, there's a couple little parking places in Richmond uh, or the city that aren't too far away that kind of remove some of that like hectic. Everybody's got to go to the same train station and platform. And getting an Uber is a non-starter because it costs you four hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, especially for I think like it's like an hour from the city from my place. That'd be like I will a, say a million dollar bucks. I will say one thing about getting the public transport home. Like we said, crowds at an actual AFL game can be pretty rough. But I've never found a train full of footy fans to be all that, like, you know, at each other's throat. And I think it's because the sane people know that the game has ended. It's time to leave. But the drunk ones who have had a few too many, they've had a fight, are like, let's go to the pub. They've, they've kicked on. They're normally on the. On the murder line, whenever there's footy fans on there, it's like, yeah, it's it's packed, but it's fine. In 2018, yeah. I attended the Melbourne Hawthorne uh, elimination final. Wait, Clark, are you reading a book report? <laughs> <laughs> and on that, I got a bouquet of hot dog buns. I hope you brought shortbread the whole cloth. And a sushi hot dog to put in it. Um, but no, legit. Okay, so we, we took the train in. Because the group of people we were going with were meeting people there and we couldn't get parking because it's the final. It's sometimes difficult, right? If you don't get in quick enough. Um, oh boy, did I see some angry Melbourne and Hawthorne fans. The Hawthorne fans in particular, the losing side of it, were uh, definitely getting stuck into some people on the train uh, because the Melbourne fans decided that they wanted to sing the song. The Hawthorne fans for enemies of the show. <laughs> Melbourne fan. Hope someone's keeping a list of these friends and enemies. All I'm saying is, you were telling us before about Melbourne supporters yelling at people to stay at the game, and now they're just trying to like you know start fights on trains. I'm telling you what, when they're talking about Melbourne club culture, it it, it goes deep. Okay, <laughs> there's problems. It runs deep. It runs even deeper than the club. Yeah, I'm just just saying. I don't, there's issues. There's issues for the part. I think it dep- it's once then it's a lucky dip, right? And I think you you lower the odds. Of having a fight by driving in with people that you know. So just also to continue Melbourne a little bit. That Simon Goodwin saved a man in Bali. In yeah. Bali, is that real? I thought that was. I don't know. To be quite honest, have it's either that or they have hired the Better Call Saul equivalent of a PR <laughs> firm, and, and they've thrown some dude into the ocean. He's like, save him, and nobody will be talking about you know. The issues at the club at the moment. Uh, it hasn't worked. I, I still can't tell if this is it's this reported is, this by the Herald Sun. Legit story. They call him the hero of Bali. I was just waiting for the story to turn that he'd saved Clayton Oliver from drowning in Bali. It was there had to be some way they were going to put Clayton Oliver into the story. Oh, hundred. Oh my god, the way that not even get into it. Young man jumped off a cliff into the water and dislocated his shoulder. He dragged him. Goodwin dragged him onto his surfboard and took him to safety beyond the break and then flagged down a jet ski to help the man get to shore safely. I'll save you the Jack LaLanne way. <laughs> <laughs> Could you just imagine this, uh, Goodwin, though, coming, you know, walking out of the surf, looking like uh, Daniel Craig in James Bond, his little shorts, okay? His little <laughs> Melbourne shorts. And everyone on the beach is like, what's Melbourne? <laughs> And he's like, I saved a boy. <laughs> Tell your friends. Someone called Aaron Sun. <laughs> somebody- saved you. Tell him it was Simon Goodwin. <laughs> he flies away. <laughs> Goodwin, away. <laughs> he, he was like Mo when he has that fan in his back in The Simpsons and he yeah. picked him out of the ocean. <laughs> I just imagine that he, he he came out and he said that and then said, I must go to my home planet now. <laughs> <laughs> And return to Sorrento. <laughs> now, there is one more aspect of the grounds that we haven't touched upon. Do we agree? Public transport? <laughs> well, public, public transport, 100%. Okay. No, no I'd say driving. No, driving. driving. Oh, yeah. Are you both saying driving? Yeah. Yeah. I don't drive. So can one of you guys give me a lift <laughs> up to up the table? Yeah, buddy. Okay, sweet. Yeah, well, fuck it. Driving. Then. Just catch the train to my place. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> 
Chris, can you drive me to the Clarkies place? And then we can all go to Optus Oval together? <laughs> I'll meet you in the city. All right, cool. So the, the picture's getting formed, but there is one thing that I am worried about. Like, whenever you're in a game, I, I'm a big fan of uh, a good cider. Hey? Now, it's going to get the conversation to get a little bit blue, listeners. But cider makes me need to pee. Okay? And the bathroom situation at the grounds, awful. How do we fix it? There's either long queues, depending on which club you're seeing. They could be pissed all over the ground. Hawthorne supporters. How do we fix this? You remember that big uh, circular ring of food that you were suggesting before? We have a big circular ring of, like, urinals? <laughs> circular ring of pissoirs. I'm actually all for it. To be honest. As long <laughs> as it's, it's the floor below the food, <laughs> not above. Okay. Well, look, I mean, obviously, we'll, we'll maintain the stalls. Stalls are only for twos. No, st- no stalls. No twos. <laughs> Grow up. No twos. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what's, that, what's that episode of South Park where somebody took a, a deuce in the urinal? Yeah, the- that's that's the one. So <laughs> <laughs> someone has to ruin the punch. <laughs> Piss only. I'll, I'll, I'll say it. We're all thinking it. Piss only. Here's the thing, right? I find it baffling, right, that we have these two major stadiums in Victoria that have significantly subpar uh, bathroom facilities for both sides, right? For for both men and women. Why are bathrooms so ignored in yeah. Victoria's infrastructure? Have you guys been to Flinders Street Station bathrooms? I'd, no, I'd rather not. Yes. But yeah, good. Because all you're going to find is like Nazi paraphernalia on the wall, which does give you something to piss on, but then you've pissed on a wall, okay? And you've just made the problem worse, okay? It's, a, it's the same as Southern Cross. Um, in... in Referencing Marvel, though, I will actually say, which this is odd, all of the toilets are horrific, except the Medallion Club is actually really nice. So they can oh, yeah. keep it clean. They can keep it clean. They just... Yeah, at not the to. Medallion Club. Yeah. Yeah, but you I like it. You have to win a medal just to get in there. <laughs> or whatever. I don't know how you get in there. What are all up in your ivory tower, Christopher? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I got the tickets for free. Some of us have to go to the piss ring, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Right next to the fight Sorry. ring. Hey, you know what? I'm pretty you sure what? these are the rings that Dante was referring to. Jesse Munro, man of the people. If you see me at a urinal friend, you know there's a friend nearby, okay? You see Christopher there slumming it. Ugh. I'm just saying, because it's fresh in my mind, because that was the last game I went to. I remember walking into, as we were leaving, I was like, oh, I need to go to the toilet. And I walked in the toilet, so I was like, oh, fine in here. It's clean. Like they they can keep it clean. Like there's the same amount of people going to the Medallion Club one as what there is the other one. Every seat gets a ticket, right? And you only get like a little window where you're allowed to use the bathroom. Ooh, that's not a bad idea. Maybe maybe you get like maybe you get two for the whole match. You have to book ahead on an app. Oh yeah. So yeah. every chair every chair in front of you has a QR code. And it's for you, it's for your seat. Okay, you scan it and you say, I'm gonna have to pee uh, this time. And you book it in, you have like a five minute window, in and out. If the Falcon be frosted, Puba. There's going to be a frosted glass kind of box around you. And if you go over that time, the frost effect goes away. Everyone <laughs> sees you ding dong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if everyone, players everyone have to. Everyone sees your tiny dick and huge nuts. <laughs> <laughs> As you know. Look, if players. If players only get X amount of time to kick the ball for goal, okay, <laughs> then you can work to a time limit as well, Fred. <laughs> does, this, does this rule apply specifically to the men's room? You'll be, be, like, be shocked and I'll tell you what, Paul. This is, hor- this is horrific. There's a lot of scenarios no, no, no. where I feel like this is a crime. No, no. For, 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 anyone, any, for anyone who, uh, you know, anyone who can piss standing up, has to use the the ding dong toilet. Okay, <laughs> okay. Is it like um, what's you know that game? You know that game? Show, is it Naked Attraction where they like yeah, have the yeah exactly that slowly, slowly raise you. <laughs> but it did the other way around because they can see your face. You're like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> but it, I think so. You get in, payment. you get in, and it starts like fully, and it starts <laughs> just slowly descending. It could be like the kiss cam. It can kind of be like the kiss cam. So, like, when there's, like, a lull in the game, they have it on the screen. It's a like kiss cam. Which, I mean, look, you can buy some old signage to change one letter. Like, AFL, you'll have to save a buck. Okay? And lowers down, you see them, like, oh, no. 
<laughs> like, and then it cuts away to the next person, and the, that original person thinks they're safe, and it cuts back to him and it's up to their belly button. It's like, oh no, <laughs> no. So that's that's for anyone uh, anyone who identifies as male could piss there. Okay, anyone who identifies as female, there's actually really nice bathrooms because going to a game uh, as a woman is probably pretty hard sometimes because there's a lot of dickhead <laughs> men there. Okay, so you get nice cubicles. You get a pass. You get a pass. Okay, you you get working. <laughs> Functioning bathrooms. But men, if you're going to be fucking dickheads at the footy, we're going to see your dickhead if you don't piss up quick enough, okay? I'll say it. I'll say what, you know. Who's the next? Who's the new CEO of the AFL? Andrew Dillon. Mm. Andrew, call me, baby. <laughs> Andrew shows to Dillon. <laughs> Friend of the show. <laughs> the first to use the box. Guys. <laughs> Okay, wait, wait, before you wrap up, I, I think so, I need instead of wrap. Uh, can I can I wrap up the date we've created? Yeah. Okay. So yes. if you okay, yeah. All right, Chris, you're going to come to my house and you're going to pick me up, passenger princess style. You're going to drive me to Clarkie's house because Clarkie's going to drive us both to Western Australia to watch, of course, GWS play Adelaide. We're going to go with a well, look. There's three bunch. That's a bunch of mates. We don't know have any other friends. We're going to go there. We're going to have our thermoses full of hot dogs, buy a bouquet of buns while we're there. No lime because of this mul- this endless ring. I kind of want to put a twist in the ring of hot food places to make it an infinite loop, but look, we'll discuss. Um, we get our hot food. We sit down. We scan the QR code. We're not going to have to pee you know, at half time, maybe half through the third quarter because Jesse's had a few ciders, okay? That's all prepared. The game goes on without a hitch. There's no fights breaking out, okay? Because we could see... You know, whenever there's a bit of a scuffle or something getting a bit argy bargy, security come and comes and gets me. He's like, "Where do they go? Where do they go? Where do they go." Half time, oh, Oz kick time, <laughs> loses. No, no more. Okay, pyrotechnics have opt- Optus Oval. The only Optus Oval can provide. They all go off. The lights go up, and you hear just this roar. It's Barry Hall. Okay, and he comes out and he's chasing after uh, after Jake Melcham. He's dressed all in red angering the bull that is Barry and then they release all of the the dredgers who were trying to cause mischief during the game okay and we watch Barry Hall swing in haymakers if you will okay that's half time done we've all had our piss we've all been quick enough with our piss that our ding-dongs haven't shown to the audience okay but we've seen some ding-dongs okay (laughs) we've seen a few we've seen the piss cam a few people didn't make it hey it's footy Game wraps up. It's a draw, so everyone can be happy. Okay, no one's tense and yelling at each other. <laughs> and we drive home. Beautiful. All of that, $25. How's that for a slice of fried gold? I think mm. we made footy worse. <laughs> the only the only the only hole I can find in the piss cam idea, which I think there's many holes. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's okay. I want to hear the one flaw you have with this. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I want to cut that audio making my ringtone. <laughs> hey, listeners, I hope you got a clean take on that one. Message, message Jesse and he'll hook you up. Oh, wait, wait, sorry, sorry. Let's hear about what this medallion club toff thinks of, <laughs> of the piss ring. The one hole I can find is the, the golden, sorry, the golden circle. Yes. The, yes. The, the, the few, uh, the few weirdos who just want to be on piss cam and just deliberately stand there waiting for it to just, the time to just go down with a smile on their face. Bless them. So, okay. Hey, it takes all sorts. Okay. March <laughs> to the beat of your own drum, I say. I think if you stay in there after the shield is fully descended, you get dropped like those, uh, the carnival games. <laughs> <laughs> Into the piss. Just yeah. go down a shoot. Yeah. So it becomes Willy Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Dillon's there at the entrance of the glass elevator as the last fan walks on. <laughs> the piss ring tastes like piss ring. <laughs> Jesse, you know what the football fan? What happened to the football fan who got everything he wanted? <laughs> <laughs> and you break through the glass ceiling of the <laughs> of the stadium. Now you own it. Well, we made football worse. Made so if worse. <laughs> But if you want to come back next week, uh, maybe it'll be better. Uh, so you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Falcon Footy Pod. You probably find some government list after this. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, we're we're on everything on the Falcon Footy Pod. Give us a follow, give us a subscribe. Hey, if you want to give us a rating or review, please do. Anything helps us. The engagement helps. We are just small boys with small pea brains who just trying to get by. You can also <laughs> Big find nuts. You can also find us individually on Twitter. Chris is at Larry underscore sixteen. Jesse is at Jesse Spanner. And I am at Quantum JC. Now we, the Falcon, a footy podcast, are part of the Story Mode Podcast Network. So you can check out our sister shows, Love Letters, which is hosted by Jesse. Hello. And Dialogue Options, which is a real video game podcast with very serious boys. I like how you say a real video game podcast because we did mention video games like twice in this episode. It's like if you, if you mistakenly listen to a footy podcast, you're like they just spoke about a VR game that doesn't exist. <laughs> Well, is it a fake video game I've podcast? I've heard of Elden Ring. I just want, I just want people to know that they're getting, <laughs> they're getting what they get at the top. Nothing hidden. No terms and conditions. You can go and subscribe to Dialogue Options right now. And you can listen to those lovely sweet boys talk all things about the video games. Real gadget type operators over there. <laughs> and with that, we'll see you next week, folks. Yeah. Football. <laughs>